are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. The Flames might have lost their season opener, but let's not let that discourage the exciting season ahead. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Flames for free right now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you're like me, if it's free, it's for me. But uh, I hope you're all having a wonderful day and let's jump on into this. Happy Friday. I hope you're all doing well and have kind of shaken off that wonderful overtime loss last night, you guys. But, you know, good news is there's a few good things actually here. You know, they walked away with a point, and it looks like most teams in the Canadian division are going to be averaging a point per night, which isn't horrible. (laughs) And, of course, you know, there's still 55 games left to go. (laughs) But, um, you know, let's take a look at the bigger picture from last night because I think that it's easy to get lost in the sauce. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, get lost in that, you know, the loss. <laughs> get lost in the loss. But uh, last night, you know, I think the Flames started off really great. It was really exciting to watch them go up 3-1 or, you know, go up 3-1 at the end of the first. And then, you know, they lost their steam and... They just kind of got a little too confident, and I do think that um, it was more of the situation where they, once again, underestimated their opponent, and they didn't really know (laughs) uh, what to expect, but I do think that it was still, like, a a good game. I don't, um, I'm not necessarily upset with the Flames, by any means, I guess I'm just, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I am disappointed at the fact that, you know, they they couldn't figure out this whole, um, you know, scoring again thing. You know, they were like, okay, we're going to score three in the first 20, and then um, we're going to just kind of run around the ice doing whatever for the next 40. And, <clears throat> excuse me, something to note is that they had 26 shots on goal, and they were outshot 36, uh, 34 to 26. Um, they had 10 penalty minutes, which, you know, not great, but, you know, something to work on. Uh, they had 11 giveaways, 18 blocks, 22 hits, and they were one for three on the power play. I think that Markstrom looked good. Um, you know, there were times where I was kind of like, boy, if you don't get back in the crease, I'm going to have a panic attack. And I think that's kind of what everybody else was thinking, especially during that beautiful sequence. And I believe it was the third period where he went behind the net to get the puck, uh, lost the puck, kind of struggled to get back to the uh, crease and then he had a really beautiful glove save. I thought it was, I thought it was sexy. I'm not gonna lie, but um, oh, excuse me. I have like a little bit of a sore throat today, <clears throat> and I cannot clear those little frog in my throat. So, excuse me, please. But I do think that 
the flames do need to obviously get it together, uh, tighten it up, and figure it out because this is kind of um, important. <laughs> you know, the Canadian division is really competitive, and I guess I didn't realize how sorely mistaken I was. I completely underestimated it. And I, you know, Winnipeg is still has that offensive uh, feat to them. So I just am a little disappointed that Calgary's defense couldn't, you know, figure it out or the forwards decided not to play. Uh, oh, what do you call it? A full <laughs> uh, two-way game. My goodness. Sorry. It's Friday, three o'clock. I still haven't had coffee, but I am certainly interested to see how our next game goes against Vancouver. I'm very much looking forward to, um, you know, seeing, I'm assuming Braden Holtby is going to be starting. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking to see, you know, players like Adam Gaudet. Yes, because he's a local kid to me. Uh, You know, obviously the star players of Vancouver. But first, we're going to talk about our friends from AG. Uh, The National Football League regular season is finished. We are on to the playoffs, and it's time to start placing some bets. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. And, you know, the Browns are playing the Chiefs this week. Like I mentioned earlier, the Canucks are playing Calgary, and we just, you know, we got to get in some money. We got to, you know, (laughs) stimulate our own pockets, if you will. But don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, place some bets, and don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter. They unsuspended my old account, so you can follow me at Jess Belmosto. It's Friday. It's relatively slow news day, I feel like, uh, at least for the afternoon. Haven't really seen much coming out. Um, you know, in baseball, there was a signing much anticipated for Yankee fans, DJ LeMayhew, and I just saw that. Uh, something about Aaron Judge being, you know, they reached a settlement or agreement on like $10 million. <laughs> like, what, w- what would you do with that kind of money? I always think about that because it's like, you know, you're scrolling through people's Instagrams. And I'm thinking like Kevin Hayes specifically because he has done, you know, a house tour of his like penthouse in New York City, I think. And it's just like so expensive. <laughs> I I feel guilty if I buy like a $20 sweatshirt, let alone if I purchase, you know, a really nice comforter set or, you know, necessities. (laughs) But imagine just being like, oh yeah, like I just went out and bought the newest, uh, newest Tesla or newest Jeep because I have all of this money in my bank account. Must be really cool. (laughs) But anyways, speaking of buying new cars, I'm pretty sure Quinn Hughes uh, bought a new car last weekend and was posing uh, next to it, next to it, and everybody was kind of clowning on him. But last night, 
The Canucks lost 5-2 against the Oilers. Something that stood out to me was Vancouver having 40 shots on goal and only being able to score twice. And, you know, I don't think that Edmonton's defense is, you know, that great, but what are you doing to only score twice there? That's kind of, you know, embarrassing. I don't want to, like, super trash talk the Canucks here, but whew, that's bad. And then their power play, their power play went 0 for 5. And I, once again, you know, I'm going to respectfully analyze this. Uh, No, I'm not. Who am I kidding? Holy crap. How do you manage? Like, you have a man advantage five times and you can't do anything. You can't generate a goal, a single goal. (laughs) But... You know, Calgary is going to need to get their defense together and have their forwards play a little bit more of a two-way game if Cal, uh, if, sorry, Vancouver considers dropping, you know, 40 shots on goal <laughs> tomorrow. But Markstrom is going to need to be on point, and he's going up against his former team, his former teammates, him and Chris Tanev. Uh, so... <laughs> I just, I think they're going to know how they operate, but I also, again, can't underestimate your opponent. I'm also just sitting here, like, going through my notes and just thinking about the fact that they went 0 for 5 on their power play. Um, Now, I would rip any team that goes 0 for 5 on the power play. I'm pretty sure there was a period of time where the Bruins went, like, 2 for 23, last season on their power play and it was disgusting it was so hard to watch you know you just kind of were like maybe the other team should go on maybe we should maybe the Bruins should just go on the the PK because um this is just bad you know (laughs) having the Bruins be on a power play was kind of like they didn't have the advantage the other team did and that (laughs) it's just so embarrassing and I hope that I don't ever have to rip the flames for going 0 for 5 like that. I think last night they went 1 for 3, which is good. You know, um, at least you score. <laughs> that was a Johnny Gaudreau power play goal, of course. But, I, again, I'm looking forward to this. I think there's something super exciting about playing all your Canadian teams <laughs> uh, through the season. And... I'm sure it's even more intense for people who grew up fans of Canadian teams. You know, I did not, but Canadian fans are fun. And I'm not just talking Montreal fans. I'm talking about, like, every single fan base. You know, as a Boston fan, I just, I despise Toronto. I, their fan base drives me up a wall. But, uh, you know, I think that Vancouver Their fan base is awesome. I love talking with so many of them, specifically the girls from the broadcast. I think they're wonderful. Uh, But I just, there's, everybody is so passionate. They eat, sleep, and breathe hockey. And that's been like one of my favorite parts of hosting this show is just seeing how dedicated people are to this game. This is not just like, oh, oh, I watch hockey for fun. This is a lifestyle. (laughs) And I love that. But coming up next, because it's Friday, we are bringing back winners, losers, and shoutouts for the week. Stick around to find out if I roast your favorite athlete or not. 
Locked on Flames with Jess Belmosto continues. Don't forget to follow our show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames Pod. Winners and losers of the week. I have to give credit where credit is due because this was Sean's idea. He is the former host of this podcast, and I do miss him dearly. I think that he provided such an awesome local insight to the game. And, you know, he grew up a Calgary fan, but I'm here, (laughs) and you're stuck with me. But my loser of the week is, unfortunately, Kyrie Irving. He, I think he, I just saw that he was fined, like, $500,000, because he attended a large party and I mean he's already not playing games and apparently he's talking about how he is upset that there wasn't more conversation with him the player uh when it came to hiring Steve Nash as the coach and I just I don't know what's going on with the Knicks but bless their hearts my winner is Brad Marchand for redeeming himself in a shootout. Now, I don't know if any of you remember, but I believe it was last January. He uh, kind of completely whiffed in a shootout. He could not. <laughs> uh, he missed the puck completely, but last night he had the game winner for the Bruins against the Devils, and it was a lot of fun. Great, great game to watch, but also really infuriating uh, because the Devils are not good, so how are you going to let them tie it up? Anyways, and shout out to DJ LeMahieu for signing with the Yankees. I think a lot of people expected that, but, you know, I'm glad that my boyfriend and his dad can rest easy at night <laughs> now that he's back. But coming up next week, we are going to have more Flames talk and game coverage and maybe some guests if I can snag some people but make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jessica Belmosto oh sorry I lied it's at Jess Belmosto now and be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and you will get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day